when TPT Forward 2024 was announced and they said that there would not be a virtual version of the conference for this year. I know there were many teacher sellers that were bummed out because they may not be able to make it to San Diego for one reason or another. But I think this is a blessing in disguise because there is a completely virtual conference that did so fantastic last year. It was easily one of my favorite conferences, and that is the Teachers Sellers Summit. The great thing about this is that it also takes place in the summer. This is from June 27th through the 30th, and if of course, it's all online. You have not only pre-recorded sessions, but you also get live events. So what I wanted to share with you about right now is information about this Teacher Seller Summit and how you can level up your business from the comfort of your own home. There are sessions about perfecting your product listings, creating print-on-demand workbooks, opening up your own shop, and diversifying your income streams. But not only that, you can also connect with successful teacherpreneurs and industry experts to take your TPT or teacher business to the next level. Here's what's in store. You have in-depth sessions about mastering key business skills both on and off TPT with insights from experienced speakers, a variety of networking opportunities where you can connect with business owners worldwide, swap ideas and learn from each other's successes, practical tips and strategies with actionable techniques to succeed whether you're just starting out or you're aiming higher. And additionally, there are live Q&A panels, a private podcast for on-the-go learning, and so much more. I'm presenting at this conference, and my session is about three keys to a successful TPT store brand. So you may be wondering, what does this cost? What's the investment on this? And there are early bird tickets available through April 30th for $99. And you can save nearly 25% by just purchasing in the month of April. But if you're listening to this and it is past April, but not yet June, so May and June, you're listening to this, you can still purchase tickets to this conference for $129. You will get a 90-day pass to all 40 sessions, live Q&A panel discussions, virtual hangouts, co-working spaces, private podcast. If this sounds like something you're really interested in, you can check out my affiliate link in the description where you're listening to this episode. I hope I can see you there. Now let's dive into this week's episode. You're listening to the Creative Teacher Podcast a show for busy teachers looking for ways to engage, inspire, and make an impact in their teacher businesses. I'm Kirsten, a teacher business owner who is all about simple and actionable tips, strategies, and resources that result in wins, big or small. If you're looking for that extra spark of creativity, you've come to the right place. Let's dive in together. Hello and welcome to the last episode of the Creative Teacher Podcast for season two. Don't worry, this is not the end. This is just the beginning. I am going to talk a little bit about my experience leaving the classroom to work full time on TPT. 
And to sum things up, it was not at all the way I thought it was going to go initially. It kind of happened. And I'll share more about that. But I wanted to kind of share how and why I chose to leave the classroom in 2021 and how I ended up staying home in the from the classroom and um, just kind of where the next steps are for that. So my plan in the 2021 to 2022 school year was because I was pregnant. So I come in the school year in August and I am in the third trimester. My plan was to have my baby who was due in October and then come back January, like six weeks later. I didn't have FMLA. I was new to the district, but I was adamant to my students and parents, like, I'm coming back. I'm going to be home for six weeks and then I'm going to come back. So you can know, you probably can guess how that went. (laughs) That didn't happen for several reasons. One of the reasons is that I could not see myself having my middle son at a daycare. He was just so tiny and he like, I mean, my young, my oldest, he didn't go to daycare until he was four months old. He was born in April and I got the rest of the year off and I had summer break and then he got to go back. Then he went to daycare in the fall. So he had some time, but six week old is a newborn, tiny, tiny thing. And I just, I remember two weeks in thinking, I can't go back in six weeks. He's just so little. And then it turned out that the daycare that my oldest son was at didn't even have any spots. So either way, I was going to have to um, stay at home. And the funny thing, well, not really funny, but they didn't tell me that until I inquired about it. Is that, oh, we don't have any spots for the young infant class. And so I, even though I was telling my students and parents this, what really was the case is that they didn't even have any spots. There was a wait list. And so there wouldn't have been a choice. I would have had to stay home anyway. But the other reason that I chose to put in my resignation with the district is that I got a pretty bad case of postpartum anxiety and I did have some baby blues, but there was so much that I was worried about. I I couldn't put him down because I was just like, he's going to wake up any minute. And I was, I think I had, what I had was COVID, but I was very, very sick and I just could not, um, I just, I remember like it was maybe one or two weeks postpartum where I told my husband, I cannot go back. This is, this is not going to be like, this is too much mentally for me to have to turn around and go back. I'm not fully recovered. I'm experiencing a lot of anxiety. So we were able to, with the finances, you know, look at the financing situation. So we said, okay, well, you can stay at home. We'll save some money with daycare, even though, you know, there's a wait list anyway, so he wouldn't have been able to go. But you can, We this could be a really great opportunity for you to work on your TPT store. And so 
that is kind of how I was forced into TPT full time, even though it was not the initial plan. My plan was to go back after six weeks. Looking back, I can't imagine why I, you know, thought that it could happen. You know, maybe if all the cards were aligned and I wasn't experiencing so much mental health struggles and there was a spot at daycare, maybe I think maybe that would have been fine, but that just wasn't how it was played out at all. So just a lot of expectations versus reality can really knock you down a little bit and um, take you in for a little bit of a spin. But in the end, I this is something I've always said, everything happens for a reason. There's been so many positive benefits from going into TPT full-time and being a work-from-home mom is what I like to say. Not only was I able to, you know, get my mental health back in check, but I also, in the TPT space and even the, v the VA and service provider space, I've been able to collaborate a lot more than I would have ever imagined with a lot of other great TPT sellers and business owners. My income grew even more without, um, you know, working that much more each week. I try to kind of balance it out. I was almost able to match what I would have made in the classroom in a full year anyway with the TPT store and the services that I provide and some affiliate marketing and all of that stuff. So I'm pretty proud of how much I was able to grow my business. So that was something that was a benefit. And also just being able to have the opportunity to join a mastermind. It has definitely been a fun journey with you all. Maybe you're also listening to this and for whatever reason you are thinking for the next school year that you'd like to take off and maybe try out TPT full time, try your teacher business full time leave the classroom, or maybe find some other type of job outside of education or outside of the classroom, I wanted to give you a little pulse check. It's a mental wellness checklist based off of how, you know, you feel about how the year went and what you want your next steps to be. So here's five things I want you to consider the number one thing is your current feelings you have about your job. Don't think of the noise online or what everybody's saying in the news. Don't think about all the TikToks or the reels or anything like that. I want you to really assess what your current feelings that you have about your job um, as objectively as is it working out for you? Do you are you feeling very stressed out? Are you feeling very anxious about? how, you know, going back for the next school year, think about your current feelings. The second thing I want you to think about is your current feelings about being a TPT seller while teaching full or part-time. Is what you're doing sustainable and doable or are you in the grass is greener mentality? Can you realistically continue what you're doing as a full or part-time teacher and as a TPT seller? Maybe you're, you've gotten your groove in with 
being in TPT and working in the evenings after school or in the mornings or on the weekends and you're actually doing pretty well and being able to manage that and also being a teacher in the classroom. So think about how you're feeling. If you're feeling overwhelmed or if you're feeling like, okay, it's fine, not too bad, or you're feeling like I, I really could do more, I want to do more, but I'm not able to because there's so many responsibilities that I have for my full-time job in the classroom. The third thing I want you to think about is your finances. How much do you depend financially on your teaching income and benefits? This can be a scary one because I know with me, I that was one of the main reasons why I didn't want to leave the classroom so soon. I liked my benefits. I liked having a consistent income and, you know, the icing on the cake is the extra money you make on TPT. But with also my 403B plan, my retirement plan, like, did I want to cash that out? Would we be able to go without cashing it out? And what could we rely on if we're all on the same plan in the classroom? So think about how much you depend. Maybe you're fully, but your family relies fully on your income and your benefits. Or maybe you have a partner or spouse that has um, their own work benefits and you can easily switch over to that and your family can switch over to that. So think about where your finances are in relation to your household income. The fourth thing I want you to think about is job security. Is it easy to get another job if something were to happen inside or outside of teaching? As of this episode recording, it is pretty easy to find another teaching job. So if you feel like it's the school environment that you're working at or um, maybe you want to switch grade levels, switch somewhere closer even that's close by, that seems to be a pretty easy step to take. You can always switch schools, switch grade levels, and it shouldn't be a problem in most areas. Or just in general, like if you want to go outside of teaching, is it easy to get another job into another field that you're considering? So considering that. And then the fifth thing to consider is if you'd like to leave, do you have a plan? Is there a certain threshold you want or need to make in order to stay afloat financially? And what happens if you need or want to go back? So have some type of plan. With three kids, it would probably be more expensive to have them all at daycare full-time while I'm working in the classroom full-time. The daycare that we're currently at is, with all three kids, it would have cost more than our actual mortgage. So it's actually cost-efficient for me to stay at home with them that's something that you want to make sure you have before you're considering any type of leaving the classroom to work on TPT. Is there a certain threshold you'd like to make before you'd like to leave and work full time? What might happen? What what are some circumstances that would prompt you to come back? Maybe a family emergency situation where, you know, there's that something happened and there's some bills that have to be paid and so you got to go back 
or maybe it's your kids are going back to school. There's so many different scenarios. But just the main thing is if you would like to leave the classroom, have some type of plan. Um, maybe you try it out in a year and if you're not making a certain amount, you could go back. That could be another situation where that might help. But that is my experience as far as leaving the classroom. It was not at all what I anticipated, but it turned out to be so much more positive than I would have imagined. And I'm I am glad that I'm able to as a family. I'm glad that we're able as a family to continue that just the season that I'm in. It worked out kind of in the way I wanted in just in a different way that I thought it would happen. Like I wasn't thinking I would, I was thinking I could do a couple more years. I wanted to go up to 10 years teaching before I left, but I made it to eight and a half. It was almost there, but yeah, that was something that I, you know, everything happens for a reason and I'm so glad it did. So definitely give yourself a pulse check for this if you haven't already. Hopefully the pulse check list will kind of guide you on what your next steps are for the next year. If you feel comfortable, feel free to email me or DM me at the southernteach.designs of what your plans are for next year. Are you going to continue working full time and working on your TPT store? Are you going to take the leap and do six months or a year without in without being in the classroom? I'd love to hear what you're doing for this following year. Whatever you decide, I do want you to enjoy your summer and rest, relax, do something that you enjoy. Don't focus on the school year. Don't focus on um, even if you're a full-time TPT seller, do something relaxing. I hope you're able to spend some time with your family and loved ones. So with that being said, I hope you have an amazing rest of your day. I will talk to you all again soon. Thanks for tuning in to the Creative Teacher Podcast. If you enjoyed listening to today's episode, feel free to subscribe and leave a review. I'd love to hear your feedback. You can also find me on Instagram at the Southern Teach. I cannot wait for you to join me in the next episode for more tips and inspiration. Have an amazing day. Are you looking for a way to grow your business without working too much harder than you already are? Do you want to optimize your limited time and see a real impact on your business efforts? Well, I've got great news for you because your data playbook can help you achieve all of these goals and then some. As a teacher, you know that the education market is super competitive and in order to succeed, you would have to stand out from the crowd and deliver results that really matter to your customers. But without the right tools, it can be kind of hard to know if what you're doing is truly paying off. And that's where your data playbook comes in. The membership is designed to help teacher sellers like you leverage the power of data-driven strategies. You can unlock valuable insights about your customers, your products, and your sales performance. 
This membership is packed with access to analytics tools and resources, personalized coaching sessions, and a community of like-minded teacher sellers who are also eager to share their insights and experiences. I totally believe that your data playbook can help you take your teacher seller business to the next level, but don't take my word for it. Check out the website to see what other teacher sellers are saying. I'd appreciate it so much if this is something you're considering to check out my affiliate link in the description. There are different membership tiers. So if this is something you're considering, you should definitely check it out. It's your data playbook and I hope you can join.